All right, everybody. Welcome to the Buffalo Sports Podcast. It's your host, AJ Sabalski. Uh, on this Christmas Eve, I'm joined by Seth Penn. Seth, how are you today? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, big game this weekend. Big implications, I'd say. Uh, we can lock up the two seeds, so I just want to get into that. So for the Bills to clinch this week, the two seed, we need a Buffalo win. A Pittsburgh lost to Indianapolis and a Tennessee lost to Green Bay. So just just like last week when we needed four teams to lose to get the AFC East or clinch a playoff spot, everything that everything happened that needed to happen and we took care of business against Pittsburgh and clinch. So um, I think this is very a very likely possibility that the Bills could clinch the two seed. Uh, how, how do you feel about um, the Bills clinching the two seed this week and if they can handle their business? and the way that Pittsburgh and Tennessee are playing if they uh, drop their games? Um, I definitely think it's likely. I mean, Pittsburgh's really been skidding since they played Washington a couple weeks ago. They uh, Their offense does not look good. Their defense is still playing well, but it's still kind of, you know, not what they were. You know, it feels like they're falling, and they're falling at the wrong time too. So I think it's definitely possible that – that they could drop one to Indy this week and Tennessee. I mean, they're playing green Bay. The thing, the thing with Tennessee is they're a matchup problem simply because of Derrick Henry, I think. And Tannehill has been doing what they need him to do really well. Like they literally have the perfect role carved out for him in that offense, but green Bay is green Bay is not an easy out. I think green Bay is a very good football team. So, I mean, I think it's definitely possible that the two seed gets locked up this week. 100%. And so if that happens, which I totally agree with you, um, like you said, Pittsburgh, they're not playing good football. Indy's fighting for a, for a high seed wild card, possibly taking out Tennessee for their division. And then Green Bay is not a walk in the park. I mean, they're, they're, they're the number one team in the NFC right now. And to go into Green Bay in December is not easy. So Tennessee has their hands full for sure. Um, I just want to bring this up now. So – the situation here is, so the Bills, say the Bills clinch this weekend just for the sake of it. And we um, have to play four, uh, there's four possibly possible teams we could play. So next, so if we win this week and we have to play Miami the seven, week 17, um, the Bills will either have, or uh, we'll either have to play Baltimore, Indianapolis, Miami or Cleveland. So those are the four possible matchups. Tennessee maybe, but that's very unlikely. Uh, I don't see that happening based on the schedule and stuff. So the situation at hand here is what I've come to consider is a situation between Miami and Baltimore where if we clinch the two seed this week and everything happens that has to happen, we could possibly rest our starters uh, in two weeks and – not have to put our guys out there against Miami with, with the two seed secured and possibly Miami getting their 11th win with a tiebreaker over Baltimore, which Baltimore has the Giants and I think Jacksonville left on their schedule with two games that they're going to win, most likely. Both teams are at 11 and 5. Miami gets a tiebreaker. They're the seventh seed, and we've already shown that we can beat Miami. Uh, I just want you to, like, speak on which team um, – you'd like to play between Baltimore and Miami and then get just your thoughts on Indianapolis and Cleveland and how we match up against them. Um, between Baltimore, that's kind of tough between Baltimore and Miami, because I think that 
All right, so Baltimore has a good football team. Their offense obviously isn't what it was last year. That's pretty unsustainable as far as what Lamar did last year. But they have a pretty solid defense still. I just feel like to an extent they're not as good of a team as they should be. But, like, you know, they have their matchup. Their matchup – Um, there's some tough matchups there, 100%, on both sides of the ball. But, um, again, Miami – I was just thinking about this earlier. Miami's – very stout defensively. They're a very good defensive football team, and I think that's a lot of credit to Brian Flores. But I think their offense is, you know, two is doing what he has to do, but I just think they're not exciting. So, like, Miami kind of poses a good matchup for us defensively because their defense has been so legit the last five, six weeks, I'd say. I mean, San Fran, but that was a lot of garbage, a lot of garbage yards, in my yeah. opinion. Um to be honest, I'd probably rather see Miami again just simply because I think one side of the ball is weaker than the other, and Baltimore does have that potential to pop, and Lamar's running, and he's running well now too. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably rather see Miami, but their defense is tough. But Josh Allen kills Miami. He has – every time he's played them in his career, his numbers are awesome. And this year he was 400 yards, I think, against them. Yeah, right? and, yeah 400 yards. Touchdowns. Yeah, something like that. Three or four. Yeah, he was just – yeah, he carried. Yeah. I just, like, I don't think – I don't think there's the same, like, um, like Buffalo pessimism, I guess, like going into a playoff game as usual. Like, I don't think there's a lot of teams that are extremely scary necessarily. So – I know you uh, mentioned about – I know you mentioned Tennessee earlier that you do not want to see them. And, and obviously because we did play them. And I think – I think that was more of like a – trap game for the Bills because they, they have those COVID issues and Tennessee was playing for something and that first pass to Roberts it just went through his hands and it was it, it, and Milano and Edmonds were banged up and John Brown wasn't healthy so I I, I wouldn't say like I think Tennessee's a really tough matchup but I think at home with John Brown back with Milano and Edmonds playing better football uh, I think we match up better especially stopping Derrick Henry in their pass, passing game as well I agree I do think like, so take the recency bias out of it. So playing them this year, obviously, like take that out of it. Even still, like just because they're so, I'd say sound offensively, like the things that they do, they do it well. It's pound the rock and then play action Ryan Tannehill. But just like at this time of the year, especially, and now to see it heating up with them so much offensively with Derrick Henry, I think like, I mean, look what they did last year. They were nine and seven. They made the playoffs as a wild card team and they ran through everybody until the AFC championship game. So I just think that like cold weather football pounding the rock, like they are, if they can keep up what they're doing, I just think it's kind of a, not a matchup nightmare, but I mean, I don't know if they're going to let Derrick Henry run the ball 30 times in January. I feel like that could just be kind of a problem, but their defense, their defense isn't uh, as solid as it usually is though. So like, I mean, I think that Josh Allen and the offense can still kind of do their thing. If, if it came to playing Tennessee. Yeah, and, and the unlikely event of that. And then I just want to get to uh, Cleveland and Indy. Uh, personally, for me, I'll let you speak after. Cleveland, I think we match up tremendously against. Uh, I know Baker's been playing really good football. I think Odell's a great player. Like, don't get me wrong, I love Odell. I think he's got a lot of talent. But Baker, when Baker got there, I think when, when getting Odell, he, like, looked up to him so much and just wanted to feed him feed Odell, no, no one else. Like, he didn't look look around, go through his reads. Um, 
he just doesn't do that. So now with, with Odell out, I think Baker's getting everyone involved. Peoples, Jones, Landry, Joku. They got their fourth round rookie tight end who's playing good. They got Austin Hooper. And they, of course you got a really good offensive line and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, who are probably the best running back duo in football. So they're a good team, but I think the Bills defense can slow down Baker, especially him being young and McDermott's, McDermott's success against um, younger quarterbacks. And I think the Bills offense can torch Cleveland secondary. I think their defense is weak. They got a good pass rush. They got uh, Vernon and Miles Garrett. But besides that, I mean, we're, we can beat them in every aspect of the game. We can run on them. Their linebacking core is weak. And we can also throw the ball all, all over the place, which we've been doing all year. So just your thoughts on Cleveland and if you agree on that. Yeah, so I think you hit the nail on the head. I agree that – so Baker is a really streaky quarterback, I think. Like – and that, I mean, that's not even just what I think. I think anyone would agree with that. He is really big on momentum. If he goes out in the first quarter and say he completes, you know, all but two passes and has 100 yards and maybe two touchdowns in the first quarter, he's probably going to have a really good day. And he's got the protection to do it now. Like That offensive line is no joke. But also, if we get him to throw a pick early, confuse him early, he's probably not going to have a great day. And I agree with you, like, just with what the defense has been doing lately, too. Like, Frazier and McDermott are doing a great job of keeping quarterbacks at bay. So I think if we – I agree with you. If we could keep him at bay, Baker at – and um, if we could just slow down their rushing attack, I think they'd be a really good matchup for us. And on the offensive side of the ball, exactly what you said. You know, Josh Allen is spraying the ball everywhere. Their defense is weak. They just gave up, I think, around 500 yards to Baltimore on Monday night a couple weeks ago. And, yeah, I agree. I agree with you 100%. Like, that'd be a very good matchup for us. And I'd be very interested to see, you know, exactly what we draw up defensively to, you know, slow Baker down and see if we can um, make, Chubb, make Chubb and Hunt, you know, kind uh, of. Yeah. Yeah, like just like keep, them, keep them at an average day, and like we'd be we'd be one hundred percent fine. Absolutely. And then the last match, just the Colts. I just want to bring this up. So the Colts defense started out like unbelievable. Like they they played really good football. I mean, I'm just looking at it here right now. I got it pulled up. The Vikings scored eleven points. I know these opponents aren't great. The Jets scored seven. The Bears scored eleven. But against good offenses. Um, the Colts defense hasn't really been that well. The Browns scored 32 on them. Uh, the Joe Burrow-led Bengals put up 27. The Packers put up 31. The Titans put up 45. Uh, the Raiders put up 27. So as much as people want to say the Colts, uh, their, their strength is their defense, I would beg to differ against those top-tier top teams, which I think the Bills can also exploit. And I think the Colts even have a weaker offense than Cleveland in terms of their run game's not as explosive, and they have T.Y. Hilton, who's a great player. Um, but besides that, they don't really have that many weapons on the outside, and I think the Colts is another great matchup that the Bills can truly just manhandle in the come playoff time. Right. No, I agree. Like like you said, their defense came out hot, and it's almost easy to just, you know, if you're looking at a team, be like, oh, the Colts, they have really good defense, don't they? But like you said, like they've gotten not necessarily torched, but I mean – even the Bengals, who were, you know, they had Joe Burrow at the time, obviously, but 27 points, I mean, for the elite defense that they were at the time, that's kind of – that's not great. Yeah, like like a, Bill, said, a Bill's elite defense wouldn't 
wouldn't give up 27 to a rookie quarterback, I don't think. Right, exactly. And we're, you know, on a whole nother level offensively right now. And like you said, like their offense, I'd say, is kind of their downfall. Not an explosive run game. They don't have, you know, huge weapons. And I think that a lot of their success right now, especially given that their defense has slowed down, is Frank Reich's a very good coach. I think he puts them in great positions to win, puts together some good game plans for them. But I also agree with you. Like, that's a good matchup to have, like, for both sides of the ball, not even just one side. Like, I think that, you know, I don't know if I want to say torch them because it's the playoffs. You know, it's a little tougher to torch teams in the playoffs. But I think that Allen could do his thing against them for sure. Yeah, and just to wrap all up this segment of the pod before we get into the the football game coming up on Monday night, I agree that I just really – if the Bills can lock up the two seed this weekend – uh, if everything happens, it needs to happen. I really do like, like you said, I, I like the Miami matchup. Josh Allen's success against them. Baltimore's coming on. Lamar Jackson's a former MVP. He's got something to prove coming off an early exit last year in the playoffs. So if you can get that that two-seed wrapped up this week, go ahead and rest your starters. Like, you have the two-seed wrapped up. If, if you're looking at matchups, McDermott and Bean are looking at Miami and Baltimore. I don't know. I'm assuming – I don't know who they want to play. But for my from my point of view – Miami is the better better matchup. Yeah, for sure. At this point, I think just, you know, we're riding high. Like I said, there's not really – like past years, like I'm pretty sure around this time we knew we were going to be in the playoffs. It was just a matter of what seed who we were going to play. But, like, I think at this point, like, bring on anyone. I don't think, you know, there's no reason to be afraid of anyone at this point in time. So Absolutely. I, I totally agree. We're, 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 we're the second-best team in the AFC, and we deserve to. Um, play a lesser opponent and hopefully take care of them at home. Possibly two home games if all goes well. So now on to the football game this weekend. Uh, I got a couple points to bring up. So obviously Josh Allen has made a tremendous step this year. 4,000 yards, 38 touchdowns total, nine interceptions, almost 70% completion percentage, something you rarely see in the NFL. So Josh Allen but, the, but one issue with Josh Allen is his career against Bill Belichick. And I went through a couple hours ago and uh, accumulated his stats from the last – he played one game his rookie year, two games last year, and a game earlier on this year. So through four games, he's completed 50% of his passes, uh, 57 for – or 57 completions to 113 attempts, five total touchdowns, and six interceptions. And if you look at those numbers based on what he's been doing this year, I mean, it's just not good. So I think this is a huge game for Allen in prime time to exploit New England's weaknesses. I mean, Gilmore is going to be out, so they're out their best their best corner, and they're just they don't they don't have anything to play for. I mean, they can play to knock us out, but I really want Josh Allen to show his progression as a quarterback and go out there and throw for three hundred on a Bill Belichick wide defense. Yeah, no, I mean, those numbers are not good, you know, yeah. and I think everyone would agree with that, obviously, but I mean, that's the thing, like, so I agree with you, the progression needs to be shown, I think we will see it, like, you know, there's no reason to slow down now, but like, the big thing now is I don't want to see the team, you know, quote unquote, take a step back, you know, I don't want this to be like a drag of a game, you know, I agree with you, like, we got to come out, we got to come out hard, and aggressive and Allen does have to show like, yeah, I'm the real deal. You know, like we're the AFC's champs now. Like 
perhaps the reign's over for the time being. But the thing is, is like you said, like credit to Belichick for that. Like, I mean, that's what he does. He shuts down young quarterbacks and he does it well. And any team led by Bill Belichick, I don't care who they, who they're rolling out on defense, who they're rolling out on offense, they're going to be competitive. They're going to make you think, and they're going to make you work. So I think it's a great challenge ahead, but I think more than anything, it's exciting. And I think us as fans should be excited for what's going to happen on Monday night, especially prime time, like you said, coming with the playoffs coming up. It's very exciting. Absolutely. The Bills hitting their highest peak all season. I just want to talk about something else, too, is the John Brown impact. If we can get him back on the field this week, uh, I think Josh Allen finds comfort in John Brown. He was the number one receiver last year. He played exceptional for us. Um, getting John Brown, Brown back on the field would just be huge, especially against the New England defense that, you know, they always, through Allen's career so far, he has been below average as a passer and a runner against New England. So getting uh, getting John Brown back would be huge for this, for this team. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, I think the person who has to benefit most besides maybe Josh Allen – is literally John Brown, just because, like, Beasley's been so red hot. Diggs has been unreal. I think that John Brown, and it sounds funny to say, but I think he's going to benefit the most from his return. I feel like there'll be some stuff opened up for him and against, you know, I don't want to say a weak Patriots team because their defense is still solid. But, like, I mean, I don't know who would necessarily be matched up on him. But, I mean, I feel like it could just be good things just because – Beasley and Diggs are on such a tear lately. And get him a couple games before the playoffs, you know, going in, get him some reps. Maybe, I mean, even maybe even put him on a snap count. Don't put him out there for 80% of the snaps. Put him out there for 40, 50. Let him do some things, run some routes, uh, get get his chemistry back with Allen. So that'll be huge. And hopefully, hopefully he can come back, I pray, because he's one of my favorite Bills and I love him. So um, I want to talk about now is just – so New England obviously last week got eliminated from the playoffs for the first time. I mean, I think since 08 when Matt Castle was their quarterback and they were still 11 and five that year and should have made the playoffs, but there was just so many good AFC teams. Um, I just want you to talk about the feeling of this game compared to, um, you know, even last year. I mean, we went into New England, like you said, and we got, we didn't get smacked, but I mean, it was a good game, but you could just see they were still like the champs of the AFC East. Like they still were a better team than us and they just, had it more than we did. But I just wanted to talk about like a feeling of not now the Bills are on top and like what what we can do to New England, favored by more than six. Uh Belichick hasn't been the underdog at home against the AFC East opponent and I mean I I think for a long time. So I just want you to talk about that. Yeah. I mean it's it's crazy to think because I, we always play the Patriots late at some point in the year and it's always they've clinched. They usually either have the one seed locked up or they're still fighting for the one seed or they're fighting for the two seed. And they're going to, regardless, they're probably going to have a buy in the past. Right. And they play us, you know, and the bills usually at this point in the past, we're done with no playoffs and they still come to town or we go there and they beat us and, and they beat us convincingly like, or we'll get like a garbage time touchdown to make it look closer than it actually was. But it is, like you said, cool to see shoes on the other foot now. And I want to see the exact same thing. You know, I don't want it to be like, a, oh, whew, we almost lost that game or like, oh, that was tight. Like, I want it to be like, all right, we beat them. We beat them convincingly. They have nothing to play for now. But like I said before, like in the past point I made, Belichick's not going to have them playing, you know, give up football. I feel like they're still going to come in or like 
you know, they're still going to fight. So, but it's, like I said, too, it's exciting, you know, to have the shoe on the other foot. Like, you know, we're the AFC's champs now and we should play like it this week, especially on, on prime time. And just the, the way this team plays too, though, the way McDermott has them and, and, you know, Josh Allen preaches about it every week. It's like, why, you know, why not us? Like Josh Allen's always saying that. So like, I don't think there's going to be any slowdown. I don't think it's going to be conservative per se. All right. One thing before we get to game predictions, uh, I just want to talk about the Jordan Poyer snubbing in the Pro Bowl. I know Jordan Poyer doesn't care. I know the people inside that building don't care because he puts his product on the field and he's the, one of the best safeties in football. So I just want to congratulate uh, Andre Roberts, Trey White, uh, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, their first Pro Bowls, which I, I was surprised that Diggs, it was his first Pro Bowl. But, I mean, hey, Minnesota obviously didn't use him correctly. That's why he's here now. Thank the Lord. And then Tremaine Edmonds, lastly. So the Jordan player snubbing, uh, I just want to bring up his stats real quick, just just for the heck of it. 85 solo tackles, two picks, two sacks, and two forced fumbles. Uh, if, if those aren't Pro Bowl stats, I don't know what are. And two safeties ahead of him in the AFC. Tyron Matthew, who he's a good player, but I think it's more of his name that gets him there. Uh, I think it's he's playing on the Chiefs, and their passing defense is not not that good. Um, not like the Bills. So I just want you to talk about Jordan Poyer and, the, and your thoughts on Poyer making the, not making the Pro Bowl. And, yeah. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Is the other Pro Bowl safety Justin Simmons? Yeah, from Denver, yes. Yeah. All right. So I agree with you. Like, obviously, if those aren't Pro Bowl stats, I don't know what are. I'm pretty sure he leads the team in total tackles, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. I think he has, like, yeah. 120 combined, like, assists and solos. So Right. And that's with two games left. So anyone who watches a Bills game, and obviously you see Bills Mafia blowing up on Twitter about it, like he should be in the Pro Bowl. And I 100% he should – I 100% believe that he should be. He's a difference maker. He is probably, besides Trey, our best defensive player in my opinion. Um, But like you said, the Pro Bowl is honestly – it's a name game. You know, Tyron Matthew, I don't know exactly what kind of season he's having. I know he's a very good football player. Justin Simmons, very good player. But like those are two pretty pretty big names. So I feel like if you were to ask maybe say a casual football fan who's Jordan mm-hmm. Poyer, they might be like, I don't know. But mm-hmm. so it's just it's one of those household names that we know of. We know because we know what he brings to the table. We see it every week. And yeah, one hundred percent just insane. Yeah, absolutely. That he didn't make it. Yeah, every year it's all there's there's always that one bill that's forgotten because we're just a small market and that's why I like us, though. That's why I like the Bills fans and everything about it because it's just the atmosphere that comes with being a Bills fan and just knowing that it, it really is Buffalo versus everybody. And I love, I love that saying. I'll go, I'll go down with that. So that's yeah, and the whole organization, they, you know, they view it that way too. They know what it's like. Like, I mean, this is the first time in years that we've gotten legitimate recognition. Of course, obviously, the success. Uh, got us there I mean I would I'm not saying that the past couple years we should have been recognized for anything um even when we made the playoffs two out of the last three but like you know even in the beginning of the year huge numbers Allen's still being doubted and then you know a couple losses people were kind of starting to write us off and I think that's where we as not we (laughs) this team likes to be I think they like to be the underdog it's you know all Buffalo small market all probably first round exit I think they like kind of playing from from behind and I think that's what gives us such a chip on our shoulder and gives us 
and is giving us all the success and drive this year that we have so far. Yeah, and I think, like you mentioned, the, like the team loves it. It's like the fans love it too. And I mentioned on my last podcast, it's Ryan Talbot was mentioning that how this team just loves each other and they're sliding on the field after an interception and they're, you know, celebrating every play. And Jerry Hughes looks at, looked at the cameraman and said, this is for you, Buffalo. And just like the management team on Twitter posting that video of like the Houston loss. I mean, that was one of the best videos I've ever watched. And now we're here, 11 and three. And, you know, the, the fan love, the fan, the fan and player relationship, like I said, is just unbelievable. And I think it's just a small market, the, you know, Buffalo versus everybody were not noticed. And it's just so cool to see. For sure. So, yeah. So before uh, we go here, I want to get into the game predictions. So you can start and just your, your thoughts on the game and how you think it's going to go down. Like I said, I think, you know, it's for many reasons between Allen coming up to how, you know, this MVP caliber type of player that he is and that he has been this for the most part, whole season. And even McDermott, like being, I think he's a legitimate head coach. Now it went from being like, all right, yeah, he's a good leader. He gets somewhere they need to be. to like, he's doing this, you know, we're 11 and three with two weeks left chanted the two seed this week. Like he's a name now he's, he's a big deal. This team's a big deal. Um, I think it will be a good game. I think it's a division game, so I think there's going to be more, not lulls necessarily, but how Denver, how we felt like we were in control the whole time, and even like Pittsburgh to an extent, and in the second half at least. And then San Fran, I felt like a majority of the game, we felt like we were in the driver's seat. I think it might feel a little different, maybe a little bit more competitive, but I just don't see their offense being potent enough or strong enough to stick with what we can do. And like you said, no Stefan Gilmore, that's that's huge. So I don't know. I think I don't think we win convincingly necessarily, but I think it's somewhere around the ballpark of like 28-17, 28-20. I do think we win by more than one score. Okay. Uh so I'll give mine. Uh, I totally I, I agree with you hundred percent. Uh Gilmore being out. They still have Jesse Jackson on the outside, who's a good player. They got McCordy. So their secondary is not totally lost, but I mean Stefan Gilmore, defensive player of the year, losing him on IR. Uh, get well soon. Hopefully he can come back next year, and who knows what uniform he'll have on. Um, but, yeah, like you said, the, the Bills are playing their best football of the season, and I have them winning 34-13. to 13. Uh, This is my, like, craziest, like, yeah, this is, like, I predicted close all year, and – I, I predicted us to lose a San Fran on Monday night just because, you know, it, I just didn't feel coming off that LA Chargers game. I'm like, I don't know what this team can do. And I just thought we were going to lose closely in the prime time. I didn't know we, if we, we would show up. And it, it, it started that way. Like we, we drove down the field and got stopped on fourth and goal. And then they drive down. We stop them. Then we fumble the ball, give it right back. They go up 7 0. And I'm like, here we go. So. I really think this team is good, and they, they're they going to be able to score points. Cam Newton has been awful. Um, Jacoby Myers is, is a good player. They got a couple good backs, James White, Sony Michelle. But, yeah, I think the Bills are going to blow them out coming off uh, an emotional time with the fans, um, the, the moment they have with them. McDermott's post-game speech, like getting emotional. Like, we, we did this. I waited four years for this. Just, just the momentum they have going into this game. 
And lastly, Belichick's success against us in the past, I think McDermott is motivated by that. And I think McDermott is going to tell his guys, I want to destroy this team and prove that we are the AFC champions for the first time in 25 years. Hey, man, I agree with you. I freaking hope you're right. I would love to see a 34-13, 34-10, anywhere in that ballpark of just domination. It's just, like I said, I think that to an extent it's division games. Sometimes division games can be deceiving regardless of the record. You know, you could see a 0-10 Jets team maybe, not saying they have, play like well against the Dolphins or something like that. And I actually did want to add one more thing kind of with what I was saying is I think Allen – is going to have a lot of success this game. I forgot I had this note written down. Because the last three games, he's only been sacked three times. So mm-hmm. we're taking good care of him. I think on the year, he's only been sacked like 25 or 26 times. 25, 25. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, Barkley was the other one uh, against the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, he went um, out there for a play and got smacked. And then New England, um, as we talked about, like their defense doesn't – as good as it was last year, like they're still a solid defense. They're still going to be, they're going to be fine. And you still, you know, you mentioned some of their good players still like McCourty and JC Jackson, but they only have 21 sacks on the year. So they're not, they're not getting after anyone by any means. So I think that he's going to be well protected and hopefully like we've been used to just spray the ball around the yard. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. John Brown getting back, hopefully. So yeah, it's going to be a fun Monday night football game. And I'm really looking forward to it hopefully we can get that two seed all right Seth thank you for coming on uh, I appreciate it greatly on this Christmas Eve I uh, I hope you enjoy the game Monday and uh, I'll talk to you soon absolutely man always a good time happy holidays and go Bills all right go Bills brother peace